Welcome to episode 5 of Celtic by the Hour. Last night, Ange Postacoglu claimed his first competitive 1-4-2 away victory over FK Jabonyek. Despite seeing some great attacking play in the game, Ange was still forced to see the negatives of trying to implement his style with this current defence, featuring work-rate merchant Greg Taylor, passion merchant Anthony Ralston, and the great Cali. Sorry, I mean, near beyond. <laughs> I'm your host, Aaron Smith, and here to talk about last night's game with me are Rhys Mackay. Hiya. Peter Tomlinson. All right. And Reese Ferguson. Hello. Right, so let's get into it. Jabronek to Celtic 4. And the main talking point in the starting 11 was that Joe Hart was given his debut. Uh, also, we'll we'll talk about the, the goals when they come, but just in general, how did we think he did last night? thought he was okay for a change. Um, <sighs> it's better than Scott Bay, and that's for sure. Yeah, I can't be better than Scott Bain, to be fair, but hope that. For me, he, he obviously had his uh, mistake and that, but positive signs, at least he looks confident and like he wants the ball when it comes back to him. That's something that I noticed that we've not had. Like It looks like uh, Scott Bain and Barkas have both been playing proper hot potatoes as soon as it comes back to them, whereas like, you need a keeper that wants the ball when, when it's in the like our own third. So yeah, maybe the maybe just a bit rusty, but over time, hopefully, see see him kind of adapt to adapt to what's going to be our way of playing. Yeah, I definitely noticed he was much more of a, a vocal presence at the back. Every time a mistake was made, he'd give a bit of an earful to the defence. Uh, rightly so, usually, where whereas Barkas and Bain don't really do that. I think Bain tries to do it, but don't to listen to him. Mm-hmm. So that's good to see from Hart. Into the actual game, uh, it was a positive start. Uh, David Turnbull with a chance after eight minutes. Really should be putting that away. I, I uh, just comes from the edge of the box. It's well saved by the keeper, but Turnbull had to score. And it just brings up the point again. I don't know what's happened to Turnbull this season. Um, from being our probably our best player last season to this is just it's weird. And you'd have thought uh, this uh, start of this season, you'd have thought you'd never be wanting Turnbull dropped, but. I assume he's got a pretty general consensus now that Turnbull has to get some time out of the team. Yeah, he's, looking bit, he's looking a bit rusty. He's looking a bit overworked and tired, maybe after carrying on the shoulders last year. It bit... doesn't really seem like he's getting up to the speed of the game. Yeah. Uh, which is odd. I don't know. Because I never Steve... really saw Turnbull as a slow player. But... Well, I always thought that I think the, the biggest difference uh, from last season to this season is that last season he was dictating the tempo. And we were slow yep. last season, but yep. it suited him, and he was kind of dictating what was going on. Where it just seems to be all going on around him, and he's just kind of. I mean, I wrote notes. I was sitting at work watching the game. For this, um, um, <laughs> in my notes, I had uh, just written half it. He just, he just wasn't. I don't know. He just seems to be not, not quite up to par. You know what I mean? 
Yep. Um, so yeah, hopefully Turnbull does uh, regain his form from last season because we saw how good he was, how important he was, but we really need him to get back up to speed who's going to retain his place in this team, really. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when they're like that, they just need a you know a couple of games out of your team, get their head back in it, a couple of training sessions back in, and he might just burst back on like he did last season. Here's hoping. Yep, so uh, in the 12th minute, Celtic uh, won, travel out and hill, uh, Leila Bado with the goal. And the main point here, Celtic uh, by numbers on Twitter made a thread on how this really showed how Andrew wants to utilise his underlapping fullbacks. Aye, yeah. I mean, it was just, it seemed like the first uh, passage of play, I mean, we've had the odd one or two against Mitchell and that, but the first proper, like, realised version of what Postacoglu's style is meant to be. You know what I mean? I just feel like we were finally kind of seeing all the bits kind of starting to come together. Yeah, we're getting there slowly. We're just still missing a couple of players here and there for him to really have his system in full flow. Yeah. See, I think that um, I really enjoyed watching the football we played and we were on it. You know, we had the odd 10-minute spell where we just looked like we were going for it. And, I mean, Kyogo Furuhashi showed, like, I think the, the, the thing that puts him above any other of our striker options is the runs he was making, not necessarily for himself, but making space for other players to nip in and get chances for themselves. That we haven't seen for a while. No, that's very true. Yeah. He's looking sharp. It should. Well, he's a four point. Was it four point five million we spent on them? Something like that. I think it was on yeah. scores, but um, yeah. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I mean, before the game, I was nervous. I, I thought we, should, at this point, not expecting anything. You know what I mean? It, uh, thing, I work then, with a. Check boy at work, and he was a lot more confident in Celtic winning than I was. He was like, "Oh, he's a win by two goals, easy, easy." He's like, <laughs> put a bet on right now. <laughs> yeah, because we were told that Jabunich, in the same sort of form as us, they had a really uh, sort of lack of defence. Obviously, they just lost three 0 coming into this, and <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the bookies had over two point five goals on, but that must have been a banker. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but yeah, one uh, 0 Celtic. Uh, then Kyogo, five minutes later, makes it two. A good run from Beaton, to give him his credit, uh, gets the assist. But a brilliant touch from Furuhashi. Oh, and in the finish, just thinks it over the keeper for his uh, debut goal. Uh, well, not his, his first start, he gets a goal uh, to make it 2-0. That'll do the world of good for him. Get his confidence up. Aye. And at this point, I was expecting you know, us, us to go score four or five. I know he did score four, but... <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be dominant. A bit more con- convincing. But uh, back to the Kyogo goal, I think the, the the main thing I take away from that is that Nier Beton is definitely a midfielder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, uh, obviously, it's brilliant to see Furuhashi off the mark and hopefully that'll be um, him, you know, um, finally kind of kicking off and building a bit of momentum. Uh but yeah, the, the standout thing from that was the way Nier Beton moves through the midfield suggests he is a midfielder and certainly not a centre-back. <laughs> yep, and well, speaking about Beton being a midfielder, <laughs> just one minute later, uh, <laughs> really poor defending, just a, a simple ball over the top that you'd expect anyone to deal with. 
by all all defenders, it was just poor defending. But near B Tom Tiger just stood still, uh, just didn't really seem to want to chase it. Yeah. And uh, PR puts it in. Could Hart have done better? That this was the first point I was like, maybe Hart should do better. I know it's not totally his fault; he should never be put in that position. But he just seems to stand there instead of coming out and causing the angle, and Joyce inviting Pilar to score. There's no much he can do when he's one on one like that. To be fair, but near Beaton should be doing better. He's fucking six foot five, and it's a simple ball over the top. Yeah, I I right. definitely say the main the defense was more at fault than Hart. I, okay. I just want to get out of the way. But I thought maybe Hart should be running and closing them down because uh, Pilar did have a good amount of time on the ball while Hart just sort of stood there. Yeah, the way I saw it was that Joe Hart was flat-footed because it looked like the defender should deal with it. And I know that he should always be expecting the worst, you know what I mean? Like, he uh, should be yep. expecting to have to deal with it. But I think he more or less caught off guard. He was flat-footed and just... <laughs> I think I think I, I think as he gets more game time, you'll probably see him kind of adapt to uh, dealing with Beton. I think he's <laughs> a, I think he's anticipated Beton just to get it away, and as soon as it, it just Beton stands still, he's went, "What the fuck am I meant to do here?" <laughs> I've never still. seen Shay like this before. This I, is the guy that's played for Manchester United team. He's used to like company in front of him and stuff like that, and then he's now getting your beat on, so he's not. He's got no company. Uh, yeah, I think I think on Sunday. I think as we go into the season, it'll, it'll be more ready to just go right out to it. I think he's not anticipated it. You could see yep. the fear in Hart's eyes. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck, this is what Fraser Forster was warning me about. <laughs> I, my mate Fraser, he's texted me, I watch out for Beaton. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> uh, so I 2-1 at Celtic at half-time. Disappointing to go in at 2-1 once we got to second. After only 15 minutes, we were really hoping we'd get three or four to go into the break with foot conceding. But not be the case, and then uh, more disappointment. He'll go for a hashi, skies it from three yards. <laughs> I, I don't know how he's managed that from three yards out. I know what he's trying to do because he's trying to blast it because there was the goalkeeper there and there was a couple of defenders on his way, but he's got to do better there. I 100%. Ah, you just hope you hope that this won't affect his confidence. Also, he got his debut goal. Or his first start goal, I keep saying debut goal because I prefer not to think about that harsh game. <laughs> but, like, that's not what you want to see. If Edward does that, he gets slaughtered on Twitter for the next month. So, I I mean, I think that something that, obviously, it's a, it's a stinker there, but the way that he kind of brought the uh, three players playing around him into the play with his... Uh, Runs in behind, not necessarily looking for the ball, which is open in space. And I've said it before, but I think that he can walk away from that game. You know, he he did everything that you would you would want him to do with the type of player he is. Other than I suppose score another couple. Oh god, yeah, he got yeah. a solid eight out of ten. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Yep. Um, but then we did make it three one. Uh, James Forrest scoring a rebound, but this goal was made by Oyelowo Bada. And just to touch on a bad of what a signing he also is going to be, only three point five million for a nineteen-year-old for C one. He also he's got a higher C one than anyone anyone at Celtic right now. I um, lifetime contract. <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm overreacting, but genuinely he could have a higher C yeah. one than Edward the way he's going. I'm um, really excited about him. 
Yeah. That's a player when you when he leaves in maybe three four years you're gonna hate it because what a player. Yeah. Aye, uh, and I think Ange you can see that Ange has that faith in him because even though Forrest is still starting, Forrest has been chucked on the left to accommodate Abada. I think that shows how good Abada is though because like Forrest has been a stalemate right wing for about ten years, and he this week nineteen euro comes in in two weeks he's nicked his place. I think that just shows how good he's going to be. It just shows yep. the confidence he's got as well. Yeah. To come in and go, I'm having your jersey. Ah, you can go over there. <laughs> yeah. He just shows confidence, doesn't he? Every time he gets the ball, he wants to take a man on. He, he wants to find a way to get a shot off. If there's one weakness in his game, it's crossing. But that will come. Um, yeah. Again, it's only 19. That will come. So, this guy is generally the limit for uh, a badder. People are linking us with Lionel Messi. We've already got a better version of Lionel Messi on our team. Absolutely. So, I really want to drop him. Uh, <clears throat> a decent backup Messi would be, but I'm not dropping a batter. Solid score. Uh, so that makes it 3 1, but then 85th minute. Holy fuck. So Starfield uh, gets sat down by his man. <laughs> uh, then Hart is so far out his goal, I don't know what he's doing. Again, he seems stunned that we've got this defence. <laughs> he tries to come out and he gets chipped. The ball comes off the post and Beaton, instead of clearing it, like a defender would do, boots it into the goal. And yeah, maybe the ball would have went in anyway. And again, he's panicking. He has to act quick. He's booted it right in the goal. Something what is he doing? Near Beaton things, I think. Yeah, how how is near Beaton starting for Celtic? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's one of them ones. Like I was thinking about, you know, we've gone over this probably every episode speaking about Welsh versus Beaton and what the um, pros and cons of each are. And obviously, we saw for um, for Furuhashi's goal. That's probably. The pros of Beton, and then it stops there. You know what I mean? You can take yeah, the ball. The pros out. are when on his own half. Yeah, yeah. Whereas for Stephen Welsh, he's a defender. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think like I'm not saying he's not completely um, incapable of making a mistake, but I don't think you'd be seeing Stephen Welsh uh, caught on the line like that. And but, you know what I mean? I think I think he's he's yeah. a bit more um, conditioned to play. Center half, then you can, you can only really play beat on at center half when you're playing against teams like Hamilton when they have 11 in the box the whole game and you just allow him to bomb forward and do whatever he wants. And he can essentially be a midfielder, yeah, yeah, yeah. like his hearts as well. When hearts went two one up and even at one one each at times, um, when they went one nil up, sorry, and even at one each, they really sat back and then that allowed beat on to play as more as a holding midfielder and he looked a lot more comfortable, Aye. but. Uh, I, you can see why Ange does stick with Beaton because Beaton has a better passer of the ball. But when it comes down to it, would you rather a better passer of the ball or a defender? Because near Beaton is not a defender. See, uh, you, and need, you need a defender. You need at least one that can just. I'm going to sound like a right sort of da here, but something <laughs> you not just. <laughs> <laughs> like, defender I, like Shane Duffy. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. But, <laughs> I mean, wow. after the game, when uh, Ange was speaking about uh, how we weren't as good as we hoped, I was quite happy to hear him say that because, I mean, speaking about uh, sign-ins and things. So at least at least he's aware that we're getting there, but still, you know, not, not going to let rest with the team that he's got and yeah. sees, wants to see things getting ironed out before the 
you know the season properly kicks off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking if you're the manager, yeah. No, I'm not John Hartson after the game. Sweating. Of course, I'll go for that. that. The first time I came to the game, John Hartson on this podcast. I was what ready to shoot. Whatever. <laughs> 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 um, he's walking me on Twitter for a reason, so I prefer that way. So, yeah. I was, I was watching it at work and turned off the uh, full time, and so I missed Hartson having him. I split up my notes. notes. He was angrier last night than he was after under any Lennon's result. Ah, because that's because Lennon's his pal. Aye, but... Yeah, it's just yeah. a joke. <laughs> yeah, so I split up my anyway. notes into pre-match, first half, second half, post-match, and my pre-match notes were never, ever, 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 ever want to have to listen to John Hartson ever again. And then yep. post-match, wish John Hartson would fuck off. <laughs> so, that's, yeah. So bad, <laughs> even after. as well. That's why that was me during the Euros. He was that bad. I couldn't stop listening to what he was saying. Aye. It was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> speaking of terrible commentators, I've got written in my notes, show more enthusiasm <laughs> in this podcast than Charlie Mulgrew. He couldn't. He couldn't. Uh, he didn't want to be there. Here at all. He, like, he'd rather be anywhere else but commentating with William McLeod. Some of the things you had out with though was funny. The, car- the carpet stuff right. that is so funny for no reason. <laughs> he definitely had a few before going on the air, hadn't he? Oh, right. 100%. You I see what I'm not going to get into, but fucking hell. You see that tweet? You see that tweet? It was like uh, Charlie Mulgrew sounds like someone whose um, wife left him for his brother. Well, <laughs> <laughs> she did. I mean, Dundee United fans would probably be hoping he'd. Showed a bit more enthusiasm than that last season, uh, this season, but uh, for our sake, it'll be funny if we didn't. <laughs> anyway, so we think it's going to be a, a 3 2 1. Uh, quite disappointing given the circumstances, only a, a goal lead. Of course, there's no away goals this season. But now I know where Forrest puts in a great cross, and then Ryan, Larson, Christie comes <laughs> in, diving header. What a fucking goal, by the way. What a header. That is. When the three changes were made, we brought a Furuhashi, Abada, and Turnbull, Turnbull for uh, Edward, Rogic, and Christie, and that's when I thought, right, I don't really see any, any of these guys scoring. Uh, but prove me wrong, very last minute, Ryan Christie with a diving header. Is it the goal of the season? Yeah. <laughs> and we could hear you shouting through your Twitter ban. <laughs> oh, this is the worst time for me to ever get banned. Um, <laughs> Now that goal, right, one thing it's very overlooked, right, is Ralston's throwing. Right over the back, right to Forrest's feet is phenomenal. So that's yeah. my Ralston praise for today. <laughs> Aye, the ball almost goes out for Forrest as well, so it is a genuinely brilliant cross. <laughs> um, I, I just wish we could do that every game, all the time. Aye. See... Did did you any of you watch the St Johnson game after it? I've yep. seen bits of it. Like, boy, he looked like some player. Yeah, I was so I couldn't. I got an yeah. yeah. Literally, the only reason he's not at Celtic right now is because Dermot Desmond sent him a dodgy agent. Yeah, which yeah. was Dermot Desmond. So 
Yeah, that just shows how fucking inept we are. I don't even know what right back we're in for now because the booter talks seem to have just totally stopped. I don't yeah. know if we're in for It's a shambles. And like, I, fuck, I love Anthony Ralston. But Sean Rooney, she is she. That's where we are that. now. Yeah, fuck it, Anna. He's a real Celtic man. <laughs> Get a job done. Aye. I just realistically, we can't. I don't. I can't think of a right back we could get. Cause Soppy doesn't seem like it's happening. Bowie's gone. I don't want to sign another John Joe Kenny. So oh, where where are we? Because Ralston surely can't be our our starter. And I know that that's a question later that we get that we got on Twitter. So we'll come on to that later. But we need to sign a right back. But yeah, Ralston did great from that for a while. Signed Stephen O'Donnell on a five-year contract. No. Um, I watched enough Stephen O'Donnell over the summer. <laughs> <laughs> enough for a lifetime. Uh, he snapped Jack Deolish, gave me a memory. <laughs> yeah. So that was it. Uh, but yeah, you'd think that should be us through now. You'd really hope. A four, we're 4 2 up on aggregate. 60k will be back inside Parkhead. Aye. All paying 20 quid to get in, which is a joke, but we won't get in. We won't uh, go on to that. Trying to stay a bit positive, so yeah, are we all pretty confident that we'll uh, navigate our way through the same leg. Pretty easy, right? Good, but are we less confident for the next game against AZ Altmar? Because that is the test. Well, they've. I'm. I'm, I know this is probably completely uh, overly optimistic, but the fact they've sold their keeper and their best striker uh, Boadu yep. and what's the and it looks like a, a Bezo. it looks like yeah. Coop Miners uh, the midfielder probably yeah. the rest midfielder is going to go as well so so we might get a kind of um, I mean uh, you know our record with uh, B and C teams in Europe but <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> mm. I, I'm, I'm optimistic I'll say that I've, I've no, Hopefully I'm... their second goalkeeper's like that guy with Asherai, second choice oh my goalkeeper. God. Jesus, <laughs> well, I think he's been... I, I feel like he's been around for... Feels like my whole life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but still Aye. doesn't know that you're not allowed to rugby tackle something. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. But, again, not to turn this into a Galatasaray and Johnston podcast, but what is Mazzolera doing? He just needs to kick the ball and instead he tries to like fucking volleyball volley it. Yeah, bizarre. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd volleyball with fucking Chris Kane as well, the baldy bastard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the best Kane in the UK. I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> what a penalty from Jason Kerr. This is a Celtic podcast, we'll move on. But yeah, so Peter, we'll start with you. Are you confident for the Alkmaar game? Do, I'll just, yes or no question, will Celtic get through well Celtic playing Europa League football this season I'm yet to uh, predict against Celtic um, and that's never worked in my favour so I'll say we're going to lose and hope that it's you know going to reverse the energy <laughs> sake uh, Reese uh, Mackay what are you saying Europa Conference League champions 2022 I, I just look I love the Conference League I'm going to love it. Uh, that story from last night of um, Rumi Kazan having to fucking write their team numbers in Sharpie. Because <laughs> I want stories like that the whole season. I want fucking some Andorran team to go to the semi-finals. But 
I don't want Celtic playing in it. No, so, no. <laughs> and if Celtic do play in it, we have to aim big. We have to be going at the semis. Like, because I'm trying to think who's in it. Spurs are in it. Union Berlin are in it. Uh, dead club. Uh, that's about it in terms of the big teams. Aye. So, just really hope Celtic would do well on that if we get there. But you'd also prefer we didn't get in there. So, hopefully we do get the Europa League. Uh, Reese uh, Ferguson. European Conference League Champions 2022. <laughs> I can't see it being easy. Nah, not with that no, back line. Okay, well, say we do sign, for example, Aurelio Buta, and we go to our back four of Buta, uh, Starfelt, Taylor, and fucking Welsh or whoever. Then what are you hey, saying? John. I'm still no. Uh, Need a centre back. Okay, right. I, I try. I didn't try. Prime Poo, you wouldn't say this back four. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, that'll do it for the review of the the game. We we started. We should have been an optimistic result. It was ended on a very pessimistic note. But <laughs> is that not the Celtic way? It's a Celtic by the hour way. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so uh, we have got quite a lot of Twitter questions. So let's get through them. Yeah, uh, now she asks at the minute, what would be your strongest eleven? I mean. Like, we can't all just go through our strongest 11. So, I'll go through mine if you want to pull me up for it and just stop me, right? Joe Hart, Anthony fucking Ralston, Carl <laughs> uh, <laughs> Starfield, Stephen Welsh. I don't like Greg Taylor, but I don't think anyone's getting uh, I'll pull Taylor, you up on that one. Taylor was fine. Taylor was fine last night. We'll go Taylor. Uh Sorrow over McCarthy just because we don't know what McCarthy's been like. McGregor, Christie, no, because actually, no, fuck it. McGregor, Turnbull, then left wing Christie, right wing Abada, striker Furuhashi, because I don't rate Forrest at all. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's what I would have said as well, apart from Bolongoli. I forgot he existed. I, I, I know, I, I know he's not by any means any kind of long-term solution but i think he needs to run out again because he just seems a bit more exciting than greg taylor he's a lot better going forward than taylor Aye. taylor I'm, just feels so stagnant up front with his ball from the euros of greg taylor going past the man Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's i think that team is pretty much unanimous apart from yeah yeah Happy with that. You there? Aaron. <laughs> I think the only other uh, guy is there. <laughs> Wait, is something going on? Have I missed something? <laughs> she had the uh, next question. <laughs> Aye. Wait, what? We've got the next question. <laughs> I'm on the fucking next question. What? I'm on the next question. I'm we've obviously, the next question. We've obviously not heard you then. Just no. to cut out. All right. I just stayed in the podcast. I'm not fucking ending <laughs> So, uh, Ryan Fitzsimons asks, is the Sorrow honeymoon phase dying out or is he still good enough to be in the first team? Yes and yes. Um, I think a lot of people are sort of seeing some more mistakes in Sorrow's game. But personally... I know we've got James McCarthy arriving. I don't want to see Sorrow dropped on the bench for the long term. Because I think there is a 
brilliant player in there. I don't know if anyone disagrees with me. I don't don't know if anyone thinks there's two mistakes in Sorrow's game. I think, but for me, Sorrow is levels ahead of any other squad players we've had for probably a good few years. So if he ends up being rotation, that's probably a good sign of you know good options in midfield at least. That McCarthy move and all that'll help him massively. It's a lot of experience and it'll teach Sorrow a lot. Same with William Shaw, they'll gain off of McCarthy being there. So. Aye, I still think Sorrow is the main starter in that position. As much as he makes a few mistakes, he's still very good. Yeah, the only yeah. issue I've got with Sorrow just now is he looks like a yellow card in every single yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did he get one yesterday? No, he actually didn't. I checked that before I came on. What a guy. What a guy. It was only yeah. your man, Greg Taylor, got it. The James McCarthy effect. He's no longer getting yellows. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I think McCarthy has been signed to be a starter and... Potskull is not going to play with two holding midfielders, so I do think Sorrow will drop out. I don't want to. And I know Jamie McCarthy is going to bring to the team, but I, I think long term, Sorrow's the guy. Uh, McCarthy's also not going to be fit for the whole season. That's a, that's a given. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. But if it, even if it just comes to rotating them game by game, because Sorrow will be able to handle the point games, maybe the old firm you, you fling McCarthy in, but uh, I think it would just be rotated. But I think McCarthy yeah. would be the main, the main starter. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I'm not fully against it. So, Alright, next question. Hopefully I don't cut out. Uh, <laughs> here asks, has Kyogo claimed the striker position or should Edward start against Dundee? Yeah, Kyogo's yeah. got to be the main starter now. The striker. Start 100%. And like, I know we're still probably still trying to get some sell-on value for Edward, but at this point, Kyogo's definitely better. Um, also, you can make an argument start Kyogo on the wing and Edward up front, but I think he'll probably be our main star. Does anyone have any, uh, anything else to say on that? No, nope. I, think, I think that's his spot. I think right. I can't see anyone taking off him. Yeah, Edward's shite, never rated him, you know. So. <laughs> Lazy. Uh, <laughs> not the same since Powell left. <laughs> <laughs> From right. Bog. <laughs> uh, Rory asks, thoughts on the Christie contract situation? Is he likely to sign a new deal or has a new one been offered? We don't know if he's got an offer. Um, look, I don't know who negotiated a contract to expire in January. That is a sackable offence. Truly. Christy, I can't get my Christy, head around it. He could be our best player this season and he just fucks off in January because yeah. we can uh, and I think right now teams can just sign a pre-contract with him. Yeah, uh, right so, now. Mm-hmm. It's to the point you don't want him to be too good before he signs a new contract. So Get the pen and is... paper out, Mr. Mackay. That's all I need to say. Get I, I have nothing to do with this. I can't make him sign. <laughs> <laughs> contract on the table. Give oh, him what I it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I think <laughs> very obvious I'd love him to stay uh, I think people are now realising, okay, Christie is actually a, a very good player who had a bad season. Well, um, but imagine having a bad season last season. No one else did it. No, no just him. Uh, yeah. Um, not his fault that no one else took a fucking shot. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, before I run myself into a coma. Uh, Jago asks, is there any chance that Ralston will do for this season? No. No, <laughs> but, so, in, in the cups maybe, but 
like he he would settle for like fucking East Fife away. I don't think he's much better than that. You know? It's like seeing that weak head going to ask at the ten out of ten that you know he's going to get knocked back, but you want them to do well. You're like, go on, son, <laughs> and then he just gets knocked on his arse every single time. I love him. I love his no look back heel passes, but not no, he's not good enough for this season. See, I think I think that's a big part of why Sorrow has kind of been questioned the last little while is that obviously with the inverted wing wing backs and the full backs are expected to kind of support him, whereas I don't think they're tactically um, at the level where they can be covering for him. and let him, So he's having to do more, and it's probably why he's being rash, is that he's having to go into Taylor and Ralston's areas and make last-ditch challenges rather than just having his yep. yeah. having his support either side. I'd like to see a graph of the amount of fouls Sorrow actually makes in the channels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, much like we'll always have in Chamin Rule, we will always have Ralston in Edinburgh. But that's about it. I, I don't think, and like, you can argue that if he keeps having great games, great games, he can solidify his first. But I think it's too far gone, honestly. I, I know it's a new manager, clean slate. He's been what, here for what five years now. Made his and debut in 2016. Fucking Christ! Yeah, that was with the class of fucking Jack Aitchison and Calvin Miller. Yeah, that was his level. Um, but yeah, I want him to do well, and at this point. I'm fine from as a second choice right back. We need a second right back, yeah, to start because yeah. he's not good enough. And even even yesterday, yeah, he did show some weaknesses in his game. Uh, he always seems like a winger's going to beat him. So it's frustrating because you can't ask for more from him because you can tell he's given everything he's got in attack, mm-hmm. but he's just not got equality. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Craig asks, "How's Christie on the bench? God knows. God knows." Um. I'm like, the only reason I can think of is that maybe our Ange really likes Forrest or Ange thinks that Chris is away and that he's dropping for the same reason as Edward. Yeah. Yeah. So I but, was looking at the, this is not answering the question, but just after you mentioned Forrest, I was looking at the uh, BBC review of the game just before I, just before we started and uh, they gave James Forrest man of the match. Fuck off. You got a goal and assist, but other than that, he was. That's why they're banned from Celtic Park. This is Forrest's problem. You always get, you always stat pads, but he's yeah. always <laughs> for the nine minutes. It's a joke, man. And I will, like that cross for the, the Christie header. Quality. And Beans is now raging that we are slating Forrest, but here we are. I'm, I'm going to deviate, right? <laughs> it, we're all agreeing that Abada was man of the match, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. BBC, get us hired. Fucking shit. <laughs> Absolutely. I think Aaron's cut out again. For fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> I, I just said I'm, I just said we should charge him a twenty-five grand admission fee to uh, listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, I'll take it. Right. So, next question from Speak of the Devil, Fat Boy Beans. Uh, asking where's my invite you're not getting one and <laughs> do you drink bendy water is anyone anyone here drank bendy water I, I, I feel like this goes over my head and I don't answer one way or another uh, <laughs> do you not know the bendy water I'm an old man I'm also an old man 
No, he was right. the guy. I... The guy that came up to Lee Griffiths <laughs> when he was in his car. Oh yeah, fucking. And he was like, <laughs> was it? Oh, he was flat earther confirmed. Yeah, he was flat earther and asked if he drank bendy water. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, that broke that man. And we all know what Griffiths done after that. It really got in his head, and he's never been the same. So get the caddy on. Now that now <laughs> now that we know uh, what happens after drink bendy water. None of us will be touching Bendy Water. Aye. 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 He's crying. That's hard in the way. He's a bit of a break, isn't he? Uh, okay. like, before I cut out for the 16th time, because I'm not editing it, uh, so that'll do it for the Twitter questions uh, sorry if I didn't get to yours blame my internet so uh, I think to finish the episode Peter has got a quiz going of course uh, if you watched the last episode I am the greatest fucking Celtic quiz answerer of all time that's a word so yep I know exactly where Zoliska spends his time so <laughs> that'll be great but there's no guarantee that I'll be playing this round. So, Peter, I don't know if you, if you can random it or if you want me to random it. Yeah, but... I'll, I'll random it just now. Um, pick a number one to three between you. Like, each of you three. pick a number one to three. Three. Four. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Excellent. He doesn't get a play. Yeah, I'll, I'll go one. Cool. So, uh, that's Aaron against... Um, oh. Reese McKay. Wow. Oh. So, what? Did, who was what? Who was number one there? That was me. Aye. Okay. So, uh, I'll just answer. Ask your questions first. It's uh, just three each. Yeah. Three, three each in the tiebreaker. I started writing them at half twelve. So. <laughs> Alright. Cool. Who's going to set one first? Let's go set one first. Yeah. Set one. Three, right, cool. cool. That's fine. So, so is this is this for me then? Uh, no, I think it's for Reese. Oh right, okay. I just thought yeah, so I got Reese first. first. Right, cool. Oh, yeah. Um. So Reese, question one: Sean Maloney holds forty-seven Scotland caps, but where was he born? <laughs> Fucking. What geez. hospital was he born in? <laughs> what country or city or hospital? Uh, if you can get either. Fucking well done. Oh, fuck. Uh, this is something really fucking weird. I, w- I really want to say fucking like something Zimbabwe. But it's not Aye, that weird, that weird place, <laughs> Cobridge. <Yeah. laughs> oh, no Cobridge, Slander. I'll have, I'll have that after that. <laughs> no, I'll, go, no. I'll go for Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe, okay. Any any other guesses? I'm not sure that's wrong then. Um... What's the weirdest place I know? Greenock. <laughs> uh, no, Sean Maloney was born in Malaysia. Uh, Greenock, Malaysia. You know, Not far off. Great yeah. holiday Aye. destinations. <laughs> Shite holes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to the Malaysian contingent of the 75 over. Uh, Cheers. That's all the Malaysian yeah. fans away. Right. <laughs> Anyway, question two. Uh, Jack Grealish just completed a 100 million move to Manchester City, but which Celtic midfielder did he save Notts County from a League One relegation with? Oh, it's Carl McGregor. Aye. Good. That is one point. 
Um, and then the last one was who scored our last Champions League goal in like the Champions League proper. You have to go. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm going to have to go Moussa Dembele. I can't literally think of anyone else. I think... Can I come in? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think what came first out of the, the Bayern home game or the PSG away game. Because oh. if, if it was the PSG away game, then yeah, it was Dembele. But if it was the home game, it was McGregor. Oh, that was my 50-50. Yeah, well, the, what, what are you locking in? Dembele. Yeah, you do. That's right. Yeah, first minute against PSG. I stormed at the pub about fucking twenty minutes later. So <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> scoring in the first minute was the worst thing we could have done that night. Hundred percent. So stabbing the bear. Red drag table. <laughs> so yeah, that's two points for Reese there. Uh, so Aaron's questions just now. Uh, question one. So, since we're keeping on the theme from last episode, here's an Arthur Boric question. <laughs> Where was he born? Who, who's, <laughs> <laughs> whose penalty did he save to help us through to the last 16 of 2006? There we go. Good stuff. Uh, question two. Celtic lost, uh, launched their B team this season, but who's captain in the side? Oh. Um... I wonder how many B team players can you name? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Adam Brooks. No, it's you and not to. Oh, I no idea. I, I like I, I know who you and not to is. I just have no idea. I thought it was yeah, that yeah. boy with Shane for Watford, the Lowell. Lowell. I think he captained the. Yeah. Captain the game that Otto didn't play, but yeah, mm. he's the captain. Uh, and last question, who did we sign their bit on from? <laughs> A fucking cereal box competition. <laughs> <laughs> right. Have you cut out? <laughs> uh, if I cut out, uh, we'll just say that I got the right answer. <laughs> I think you did cut out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same team as Effie Ambrose, if that helps. <laughs> oh, yeah, great. Because uh, <laughs> I, got, I got a badder in the last one, but that's just because I fucking... Yeah. It just happened. You got a beautiful game to us about 10 years ago. Yeah. I need to get a Fucking Christ. <laughs> um, I feel like called the Maccabi fucking something. So... Um... I beat on joined Celtic from Maccabi for Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other guesses? I don't know. Uh, some do 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 hand club. I, I want to say Tel Aviv, but uh, it was Ashdod. Oh, yeah, well known club. <laughs> I can't believe we made a double signing and near beat on an FA Ambrose. There we go. Yeah, so I'll give you the tiebreaker just, just for the, the way of it. I think I. You can tell this was made an hour before we started. <laughs> uh, so, Kyogo Furuhashi has said he'd like to score 10 to 15 goals this season. Closest wins. What is the highest amount of goals Kyogo has scored in one league campaign to date? I'm, I'm going 17. Uh, 12. 12. Uh, Kyogo, 
Oh, okay. Uh, I'd go higher on that. 24. Ah, Reese has nailed it. It's, uh, oh, no, he's not nailed it. It's 15. So. <laughs> Here, Arn, I'm taking this. I won the public derby. There you go. 3 1 Reese. <laughs> Fucking bullshit, man. I got. What were my questions there? I got, right, so I got the Man United penalty, right? Aye. Um, that was that was fine. That was easy. Then the B team captain, which I probably shouldn't know, to be fair. But <laughs> I don't want And then where the fuck did Nier Beton come from Israel 11 years ago? I, I got fucking where the what fuck is Sean Maloney born? Where was Sean Sorry, Maloney born? Ah, you're right. That's a common knowledge. Sean Maloney, um, Jack Grealish. Orin, uh, keep the tears coming. Keep the tears coming. What was his last question? <laughs> what was his last question? His last question was last Champions League yeah. goal. Yeah, she had two easy questions. I got two stinkers. <laughs> Cry more. Right. This gosh. is right. You're not. You're just like you're, you're restricted to fucking pub week episodes only. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Well, that's that's all I've got for you. So I need to end this podcast now. On that. On that on fucking that note. note. On that fucking note. <laughs> <laughs> I've not got anything to throw, so Wonder's lucky. Anyway. Um, Hopefully I didn't cut out too much, but going how that with that how fucking Jesus Christ, that <laughs> my head's gone. My head's gone. Again, not editing it. Hopefully I didn't cut out too much. But after how that episode went and how that quiz went, I really hope I did. So <laughs> hopefully you enjoyed. I didn't. <laughs> we'll be back when I, we'll be back on Monday probably to review the Dundee game. And for now, see you next time. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Goodbye. Cheers.